1: I'm Diet Coke, and I'm Lilith, and, and this, this is, is our, our House of,
2: House of Snacks,
1: we're coming up on one year, yeah
3: we're just one week shy of it right,
1: this is episode 5-1, yeah. the old 51, Can I? the old deck of cards with one
3: card missing, Diet Coke. Yeah, we, we just need one more Joker. Is that right? No. No, because the, I
1: think the Jokers are 53 and 54, Joker's 54. Yeah, you're right.
3: It's wild to me that the two of us have, knock on wood, managed to complete like we a, a weekly podcasting. posting schedule <laughs> yeah. without missing one.
1: It's incredible.
3: Uh, we certainly didn't do it on the last show. We had some lapses <laughs> there. Yeah,
1: that's true. But we made it. Looks we made like it. we made it. Yeah,
3: now we say that like someone's gonna fucking die in this yeah, episode I will be like struck it's...
1: by lightning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> within the space of this episode. Yeah. Hey, I wanna while we're here yeah. on the penultimate episode of, of, of Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks year one. Yes. I wanna I wanna say something about the future of the show and how I present myself. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I don't, i don't know how this will manifest Uh i don't know what this will look like but i would Uh like to formally announce my intention to crank up the silly dial as we go forward i'm gonna put that out there (laughs) i think i think i haven't been silly enough lately and i'm and i'm looking forward to getting sillier and that's that's my promise to the listener here's the thing i feel like
3: I'm not the one who brings the silly to this show. (laughs) I'm the silly
1: one of the two of us, for sure. (laughs) Yeah,
3: yeah. Like, you know, like on on Ghost Puncher Core, for example, I bring the silly to that show. Sure. This one, I feel like I'm a bit of, you know, the. Straight man is completely inaccurate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> based
3: on everything just about me as a person. Let's, um, let's, we
1: need a you know we need a new term that's gender neutral. Boring are gonna call dyke. It the, How's comedy, that? The, the heterosexual comedy person. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. Boring Dyke, you're not yeah. boring. <laughs> Shut up! I'll kill you. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm gonna try to be more silly. Look for more goofs, more uh-huh. juice. Even uh, they're 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 gonna be coming, and uh, right. and you know they're not gonna much like the years. According to Smash Mouth, uh-huh. they're gonna start coming, and they're not gonna stop coming. Okay, and or I, you, you, you know, yeah, someone enjoying a very well-made pornographic film. <laughs> also, is another comparison.
3: They won't stop coming.
1: Okay, they can't they can't stop? It's that it's scary. Actually, I would be They're... scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, should we talk about today's snacks? Uh, I wanted to quick
3: sneak in a quick thank you to all of our ten dollars and up patrons,
1: Samantha. I was about to say a last name, Sam. Yeah, I love you. I mean if they want us to say their last names yeah, anybody that we can, but I uh-huh. I don't wanna go off without permission, you know. Right. But Sam and Vicky, thank you very much for joining at the ten
3: dollar and up level. We are going to have a a new uh patron episode coming out soon. <laughs> I thought you right? were
1: gonna announce a new patron. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Right, yeah. Seems like that's out of our control, but I guess no, no, you no, want to no. announce that. <laughs> I'm signing up. <laughs>
3: I just, I just want the Patreon, the Patreon Corporation to have a little walking around money, so
1: I thought I'd give them a little more fees. All right, let's do some. We just doing Akewood bits now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for calling out your Akewood reference. Wow, <laughs> wow. Um, Here comes a special snack. Here comes a special snack. Shit, shut up. <laughs> Here does come a special <laughs> snack though. Yeah, but you. Yeah. But you were saying we're gonna have a new a new kind yes. of episode up on Patreon.
3: We're gonna do a Q and A episode, which I actually think we're going to be recording before the time for anybody hearing this to send us cues. But we're gonna be doing more of these. So if you have any cues for us, any questions, yeah, for the things you want to know,
1: send them in. We'll answer them.
3: Yeah, DCL House of Snacks. At gmail.com or just House
1: of Snacks on Twitter. Or, I mean, like if it, if you're a patron, you could, like, uh, comment on some kind of Patreon post.
3: Yeah, yeah. You can, like, send us messages even on Patreon. Um, I remember one time that, like, the first time I ever got a Patreon message on the ghost puncher patreon and it was somebody asking me like some lore thing like hey what does this thing look like or whatever and i was like it, it, it was like you know oh i didn't even know that existed <laughs> but uh,
1: <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah all right should we talk about our snacks we got we got something special today
3: we got an unknown and i think we have established a fucking a a favorite at all time banger <laughs> that uh, unfortunately I I don't consistently see on the shelves. It seems to be doing a
1: thing right now. Maybe let's,
3: let's talk just about say it. What it is? Hot. Yeah, and it's, we gotta... it's hot in
1: front of us right now. We've got Pop Tarts, frosted wild berry flavor. Mm hmm, mm hmm. The ones that look like crazy
3: '90s Taco Bell colors.
1: Yeah, yeah, the one that like just looks like the living embodiment of the 90s and was a yeah. 90s favorite, mm-hmm. famously discontinued for many years and then yeah. brought back, and now seems to be in a place where it's kind of spotty, but you, do, yeah. you see it around, but not all the time. And And as soon as I saw a box, I brought it
3: home, and to be perfectly honest, I know that my tradition on House of Snacks has been I will leave my body as a temple and I will not defile it until the recording of the episode. I'm here to tell everybody that I have a 16 pack of Pop Tarts, and these are the third and fourth from the last of the box that I have. So I've been eating a lot of these Pop Tarts. I love them. We'll talk more about them in specific, but like, yeah, they're bangers.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take a bite of mine because it is hot. Okay. Yeah, it is hot. And uh, know, it's hot. We got plenty to talk about. Hmm. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It's just it's the berry mixture is so good. Like whatever they have going on in there is great. The frosting I think is what really elevates it. Because mm-hmm. it's like this purple frosting with just like these streaks of blue, like a
1: teal blue. It it's like someone was to- eating Papa Smurf's ass and he came on the Pop Tart. That was a few episodes ago. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we can't be talking about eating the Papa people Smurf's love ads.
1: callbacks, <laughs> and I've expanded the lore. I've introduced Papa Smurfs. Come to the scenario. <laughs> okay, great. Um, that's, who's another f- blue? Ca- who should I have said? Max Rebo came on these Pop Tarts. Should I should should I have said the Blue Meanie came on these Pop Tarts?
3: I mean, Avatar Two: Way of Water comes out
1: later this year. <laughs> Uh, here's what I'm gonna say to you. Uh-huh. And I say this as the as the Avatar fan uh, yeah. among the two of us. Oh wow. Name a single Navi character. <laughs> Give me the name of a single Navi character. Skrunkle? Is that fungus. true? <laughs> Bilbo. <laughs> Period. Stephanie. Let me know that I have now finished my pop turn. <laughs> I I just kind of went. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) These are great. These Pop-Tarts are fucking great. They're fucking excellent. And I'll tell you, you think you'd miss the little crispity, crunchity candy sprinkles that are on a normal Pop-Tart because Mm -hmm. they're not on this one. Yeah. But that purple frosting layer with the blue Papa Smurr slash Max Rebo slash Unnamed Navi Jizz, Mm -hmm. it has just such a nice, satisfying crisp. No, no, not even crisp to it, but you know, it's got a a satisfying snap, maybe I would say. hmm Um, one thing I do want to say about these these pop tarts. So I was look I, I wanted to make sure that whatever store I went to would have them before I went. I'm trying to waste time over here. Right. So I was looking at the Rouse app. Rouse of course being the California local variant of Kroger's uh mm-hmm. brand. And I was looking in their app and I saw that the one that was close to me did have the Pop Tarts, the Frosted mm-hmm. Wildberry. And also, the Rouse app has this feature where, like, they have some, like, proprietary system for summarizing and explaining the nutrition of an item in, mm. like, understandable terms, you know? Mm-hmm. And then as part of that system, if you're looking at an unhealthy item, it'll suggest more healthy alternatives at the bottom. Hmm. And the suggestions for the more healthy alternatives to Frost Wildberry Pop-Tarts really... Um, Kind of exposed the fact that these are by far the worst Pop-Tarts for you that you can buy. <laughs> the more healthy recommendations were like, for something more nutritious, try cookies and cream flavor Pop-Tarts <laughs> or s'mores flavor Pop-Tarts.
3: Wait, really? These are worse <laughs> yeah. for you than s'mores?
1: <laughs> yeah. And According to the proprietary Kroger's system... Yeah, apparently these are just like the worst Pop Tarts you can buy from a health perspective. They're very perspective. sweet, but you know what? That's why they're so fucking good. Yeah, it's worth it.
3: I'd rather die in the arms of a wild berry Pop Tart <laughs> than live
1: without it. You know that you say that, and that does kind of make the art on the back of this box kind of grim. I don't know if it's on your <laughs> box, but there's a a Pop Tart pouch in like foil, and then in you know in the foil that it's in. And then there's, like, foil yes. okay. angel wings. <laughs> I now
3: see. I, I, I just went to go grab my box. Yeah. It's it a says fucking, ready when you are. <laughs> it's a fucking angel. Yeah. Ready there's when, also, you, it's, yeah, yeah, ready when you are. Yeah, yeah. Ready when you are. kingdom of heaven will accept <laughs> yeah. you into its loving embrace once you <laughs> polish off this box of 16.
1: Um there's also instructions for heating them in the toaster, the microwave, or cooling them in the freezer. I've never been one of these freezer pop tart losers. Sorry <laughs> to anyone out there who is.
3: I think I tried them at one point, and like, I'm either I picked the wrong flavor to do it with, or it's just a fucked up thing for them to be telling people to do.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't go in for that. I, I also think if you're eating them in the microwave, you're you're some kind of sicko.
3: You're really like. You're living life in the fast lane too much.
1: And I and point. hey, I'm a sicko too in other ways, but I you mm-hmm. know, you're you're mm-hmm. a different kind of sicko, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. 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 These are a would buy again, would eat again. They're fucking great. When I yeah. when I brought them into the house, my beautiful girlfriend Casey saw them and uh said something to effect a fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. She was very excited. Everybody everybody sees these. They get it. I mean, maybe it's just nineties kids who get excited when they see mm-hmm. these, but they're, they're a crowd pleaser, and for a reason. They're fucking excellent. Yeah. They're
3: a would buy would eat from me, absolutely, without reservation. Pop-Tarts Company, Kellogg, if you are listening, and I know you are. Yep. Keep them on the shelves consistently. I feel yeah. like we have to say this after the fucking tragedy of the, the, um, the Crunchy Bright Crawlers.
1: Yeah, rip to a
3: real one. Like... I don't know how we, this the, the snack podcast of record, could have made it any clearer...
1: That those were good snacks. ...to leave them on the shelves. Yeah. Hey, you know what I did with one of these Pop-Tarts last night?
3: Would you... Hmm.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know what I did with one of these Pop-Tarts last night after everybody was asleep and I was alone? You've been watching a lot of Jackass recently. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so...
1: <laughs> um, no, I um I toasted up one of these one of these bitches mm-hmm. and then I put when it was nice and hot, I put a nice plump scoop of strawberry ice cream on top. And let me tell Holy you Holy shit. It was one of the best things I've ever tasted. It you are so looking to good. meet Christ. Like... I, I mean I am, yeah. <laughs> But like, you know, a slice of pie a la mode I would imagine is probably equally unhealthy. It's not an insane thing. It's
3: not. It's it's it sorry. I don't mean to shame. I just we were just (laughs) discussing about how like the Pop Tart
1: box is beckoning you to join the angels. It really is. (laughs) Come die with us. You ever notice there's a little dot between pop and tarts? I haven't and I'm thinking about it now. Oh my
3: god. Yeah. It's 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 like it feels like it would be a dash, but it is like circular. It's not It'd be funny if
1: they lowered it and just officially changed the name to Pop Dot Tarts.
3: <laughs> That's their new fucking yeah. cryptocurrency.
1: Pop Dot
3: Tarts Dot E T H. Uh, it's a, it's a currency that crashed before it hit the market.
4: <laughs> yeah, the
1: Pop Tart Angel came early for that currency. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, shall we move on to our next snare? Yeah, let me just uh let me drink some water cuz Pop-Tarts cling to the teeth. That's true. My palate cleanser here is I've got some some green tea that I cold brewed myself. Hmm. It's a Bigelow's green tea, cold brew. Would buy again, would drink again. No comment. Haven't had it. That's fair. I'm going to describe our next product. Mhm. This is Hershey's white with whole almonds. Now, White cream with whole arms. Doesn't say white chocolate anywhere on
3: here. No, no, it just says white
1: cream. Which to be fair I think is true also of the Hershey's Cookies and Cream, a favorite bar of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This does seem like they're trying to make a Hershey's cookies and cream that's like adult label, you know? We we I I agreed to bring this into my
3: home. I'm ideologically opposed to this snack on a lot of levels.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> let's walk through those levels. There's... I mean, I, almond farming is wasteful, so I'll, I'm with you there if that's one of the levels.
3: Yeah, I also just think whole almonds is... Almonds are, are great chopped up. I don't know why you're bragging about not doing uh, <laughs> something better to them. and And I also think that, you know... Like, like, make it actual white chocolate. Like, I don't know where the, you know, where that that loses its descriptor of being white chocolate. But like, I don't know, t- toe to tip,
1: I'm just not. Yeah, but that's to, but we do love. We have we canonically love the Hershey Cookies and Cream, which is also not. Yes, officially but that's,
3: but that's because it's cookies and cream, and that gives you chocolate cookies. <laughs> Diet Coke.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize this was such a hot button issue.
3: We've di- we've disconnected ourselves from chocolate.
4: <laughs>
3: we are we are floating in the fucking the, the LCL <laughs> goddamn <laughs> I, I, chocolate instrumentality is upon us.
1: It's the fucking <laughs> people, third impact. I think we, we're we're both white chocolate fans here, is that safe yes. to say? Yes. People hate white chocolate, and I think that's yes, why I have heard often a criticism of the Hershey's cookies and cream is that it's like a little kid's candy bar, which I don't think is fair. I think mm-hmm. that's white chocolate bias. Yes. Um, And this does seem specifically constructed to combat that. It's got a classy look. I'm opening it up now too. It does have yeah. a very nice, um, like Hershey's is imprinted on the bar, and I, I will say a very visually appealing way to me.
3: Yeah, but it's also in a way that you can't fucking break this apart into smaller pieces. In a you know sometimes I like
1: a bar that you just chomp right the hell into like it's now, a nice piece of plastic like in the hit new film Crimes of the Future in cinemas now. Um it literally
3: is I that's it, actually why I'm not seeing that movie today it is no longer in
1: cinemas. Oh, I saw it yesterday in a cinema. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that's Thursday was on my mind.
3: Thursday was the last day in Austin, I'm sure it is uh uh in many other places as well. Oh wow. Um
1: Yeah, Um, I'm sorry to hear that.
3: Yeah, so we can't we can't we lost our promotional uh, spot with uh, Crimes of the Future. I'm sorry. Um, And I'm going to have to wait to see it at home. Now, I'm looking at this and I'm going to I'm going to where's my phone? I need to send you a picture. You can really see the almonds bursting out the back here. Is
1: your almonds distribution as uneven as mine is? I mean it's not the most even, but it's also not the most uneven let me let me let me take a peek at yours, yeah, that looks about the same as mine. I would say,
3: like okay, but look at look at to this
1: end, yeah, yeah, this I've got that I got that exact I've got one end like that on mine too. I kind of yeah. like that i like I like that it's got variety. I'm gonna bite into this bitch, okay, I'll tell you, I think almonds are a tasty nut. everybody knows I love to enjoy some tasty nut. I'm dying. That joke. I've been struck down by the gods. I'm choking on an almond now. Good. <laughs> Excuse me one second. You're getting what you deserve, honestly. Um. Anyway, it's not as good as a Hershey's cookies and cream or a Hershey's like dark chocolate with almond. It's not as good as either of those things is the problem.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: The cream is just
1: uh, wholly unsatisfying. It is nothing, honestly. I'll tell you without without because the Hershey's and Cream is is really thickly saturated with those mm-hmm. little cookie crunchy balls. Mm-hmm. And here you're getting you're get, you're going to end up with bites that are just cream and, and yeah, it's not it's not hitting the way you would want it to. No, yeah, kind of just a kind of just a nothing bar here.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty um... yeah, it's a pretty disappointing snack. Honestly,
1: we see this all the time across industries. I would say mm-hmm. where. It's a common criticism of the Hershey's cookies and cream. There's a little kid bar, kitty bar. And, and so they make this bar, which is the adult version. The compromised but, version. And what you're doing is you're 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 gearing your product towards the haters. Yeah. Who don't like your product.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: It's a flawed strategy in my opinion.
3: Yeah, yeah. You're chasing after the people who weren't going to enjoy it in the first place. Um, yeah. and they're not gonna buy this bar. No. No. They're off fucking, you know, they're they're drinking expensive wine and telling each other how good it is and then Exactly. Buying fucking investment properties and, and then generating like us... passive income.
1: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> people like us, the tried and true, the people who are buying the Hershey's bars and are did... paying rent. We're not gonna get we're not gonna buy this either. No. So who's it for? No. This is a would not buy again, would eat again. It's, it's, it's fine. I will
3: probably finish the rest of it. I don't honestly know, though, because it doesn't, it doesn't really appeal to me all that much. It, it's a wouldn't buy. I, I can't honestly say with my full chest would eat. I'm, I'm going to say wouldn't buy, wouldn't eat. That's fair. Um, it, it, if I want to put something this sugary in my body... I want it to be something I'll enjoy more. Like that's fair. That's the thing is, is, it it doesn't even have like that like richness of like a dark chocolate that would attract the you know investor class.
1: And that's the thing, you know, <clears throat> they're giving this for adults, but mm-hmm. an adult is going to be the person who's who's looking at their sugar intake and thinking about you know they're going to be more discriminating than a kid would be.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's
1: a shame. Anything else? Do we got do we got anything else we want to say? I don't think we do. Um I'm feeling fine. Fa- normally right about now mm-hmm. I started developing like some kind of cough. Yeah. It's just not coming today. Okay. I um I got this weird note. I got a tape was left on my door with a note. Mhm. It's from the snack keeper. Okay. And they said they're not they can't make it this week, but they they wanted Whoa. us to still have a, a outro so they, they gave me this tape. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. What's, it says skate tape on it. I don't. I don't really know what's going on, but I, that's I, exciting. I, I mean, but they say it's an outro. I don't really know what it is. But should we just listen? I think we should listen. The following is a presentation of SNAK News.
5: When we talk about professional skateboarding in the 2010s, one name comes to mind. No Snack Keeper was more daring, more innovative, more dominant than the Snack Keeper. Join SNAK News for the next hour as we take you on a journey through the Snack Keeper's illustrious and far from over career. They were the first Snack Keeper to win four gold medals at a single Czechs Games showcase. The first Snack Keeper to win Chex Games gold in three different decades. And they invented the trick where they remove their head and pass it under the board while doing a 720 nose grab this trick was so sick that the government made it illegal to give it a name but there's one trick the legendary skater has never been able to pull off it's called the boneless in the so-called normal dimension it's a relatively simple trick the skater grabs the board front side launches off the ground with their front foot then places that foot back on the board in midair. No Snack Keeper has ever been able to pull it off, because they are all bone. Ow. The last time a Snack Keeper attempted a boneless was when Mike Citric Acid tried it at the Monster Energy Snack Keeper's Skateboard Street event during the 2018 Check's Games. We're going to play the audio from that attempt, but first we'd like to warn the parents who may be listening with young children that some of the sounds may be disturbing. You may be wondering what would possess a snack keeper to attempt such a dangerous feat. We were too, and the answer comes from a surprising place. SNAK reporter Kim Red number 5 sat down with the fun sucker to figure out what drove the snack keeper to attempt the boneless, even though they're all bone. Ah!
4: The snack keeper first came to me a little under a year ago. We hadn't met in person, but, but we had both possessed the same human a few times, so we had something of a work relationship. They told me that as they were getting older they felt themselves slipping, and they asked me for help to get serious again about their skateboarding. I said of course I can help you get serious I'm the fun fucker. So I created a cure for Pixinos long. I know that this disease has plagued this dimension for generations and generations, causing untold suffering and cutting the snack keeper population at below thousands. I told the snack keeper that I would release the cure only after he completed a boneless at the 2022 church games. I I think it will be devilishly unfun when she fails, and I have no choice but to destroy the girl in front of thousands of Snack Keepers mourning their fallen hero. Are you afraid at all that the Snack Keeper will pull off the
3: trick, forcing you to usher in a new era of unprecedented amounts of fun by lifting
4: this plague? Absolutely not. No snack keeper can do a bone loose because they're all bone.
2: I'm I'm Ryan, board slut, board Slut,
3: board slut, but I'm Ryan by slut. Damn it. Hey, what's up everybody? It's me, Riot Board Riot Board Slide, and I'm here for the checks games with the snack keeper. What's up, snack keeper? How you doing? Oh,
6: I'm doing okay, just relaxing with my little precious baby here, my little kitty cat. Her name, of course, is Sex Goo Orgy Day, which is the equivalent of Christmas in the snack dimension.
2: Right, of course. That makes total sense. I'm here I'm here, you know, representing VH1 for the Czechs games and uh, we're very excited for this to be the first Czechs game
6: televised in the normal dimension.
2: Yeah, it's, it's great, it's great. So, uh, are you nervous?
6: Oh, a little. I'm a little bit nervous. I know, I know that in your dimension, the bonus is sort of... It's considered something of a basic trick, but... Uh, I do it all the time. Here here it can be quite dangerous, you know, but it's, it's the important thing to remember is that I'm doing this for the kids, you know? The, the future generations that we haven't been able to have, because of pixie dust long, of course, I don't have to tell you about that. You're wearing oh, yeah. special suits to be able to breathe in this dimension.
2: Uh-huh. And I'm not
6: turned on at all by medical gear, so this is... Great. And, and why and why would you be? <laughs> um, well, we're just really excited to kind of get our seasons back on the map. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm really looking forward to start a family, which I haven't been able to. And that's, that's the important thing here, is, is that, uh, is that we're, we're doing it for
2: the kids, you know? You're doing it for the kids, and that's important. That's why I have my charity, uh, the Ryan Seacrest Foundation. I'm involved with right. them. Oh, that's, they're wonderful. They're
6: my favorite charity. The they actually
2: world. taught me how to read prompter, which I'm doing right now. Um, oh, that's and so uh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really changed my life. Um, so I
6: guess that means that uh, when I was in Diet Coke, I was sort of paying paying for your schooling,
2: huh? <laughs> it really did. Uh, you know, every cookie pop, every uh, candy pop that you bought, uh, that's uh, made a big deal. It just brings a, brings a T.S.
6: in my eye. If, it would if I could cry, which of course I can, not because, as you know, I'm all bone. <laughs> hey, everybody at home. Gave me this live mic so I could take you with me wherever I go. Just, uh, headed to the doctor now. Gotta get a physical so I can get insured for the checks Games. Not a huge fan of doctors, but should be fine. Room smells
3: like pixie dust. Uh, snack keeper? Oh. The doctor will see you now. Great, lead the way. Sorry if I seem nervous. It's not every day we get a celebrity. Dr. Sodium Benzoate is gonna take great care of you. We know that the boneless is gonna be physically taxing since
2: you're all bone.
6: Great, physical doc! Nobody cups a nut like you! Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Snack. And when I say nut, of course, I'm referring to the butter toffee peanuts that our bodies produce instead of sweat, and the doctors check during physicals because the composition of the butter toffee coating can reveal details about the patient's overall health.
2: Uh, um, Mr. Snack Keeper. As
6: you and I both know, no Snack Keeper has testicles, and we also have no concept of gender to tie into those testicles, which is what we would do if we were assholes. Which I am, but the humans do have those, so they might think something different when I say cupping a
2: nut. Mr. Snack Keeper, please. I don't want to sugarcoat this.
6: Is that... Is that like some kind of joke because we're talking about sugarcoating,
2: or... When I was sucking on your nuts, after I cupped them, of course, I noticed they tasted kind of bad. That isn't a good sign. Oh. So I, um spit them out, and took them to the nut computer in the back to run further tests. Oh. You have dog shit bone disease. Basically what's happening is your bones suck shit. They've always sucked shit, and have been killing you your entire life by sucking so bad. Uh. Mr. Snagkeeper, did you hear me?
6: I, I heard you.
2: I'm afraid the condition is terminal. You've managed to stave it off for a long time with your frequent visits to the normal dimension, but the beneficial effects of that realm are not a cure. They only prevent the inevitable and offer diminishing returns. With the frequency of your visits, I would say that those benefits have likely diminished to zero, so I wouldn't waste any more time there. It won't do you any good. You'll uh, want to spend the remaining time you have with your family, if you have one. Uh, But given the current progression of the disease, I would estimate that you have at most two weeks left to live, likely closer to one. Um, You probably haven't felt any pain yet, but you will, and it will be extreme, and it's likely to start... (laughs) About now. Yeah, you will feel it through your entire body, because the disease affects the bone, and, as you can see... From this x ray here, you are all bone.
6: Hey, Diet Coke. Hey, Lilith. Couldn't make it in, but I didn't want you to be without an outro, so I taped this. I taped this on the only tape I have. I. Yes, you heard everything that comes before it, because my rewind button is also broken, so I couldn't tape over it. <sighs> Goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies. The House of Snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later. <laughs> ah, fuck that doctor wasn't lying when he said it would hurt everywhere because I'm all boned.
4: Oh uh-huh. uh-huh.